Is worrying consuming all of your bandwidth? Huh. Well, what is there not to worry about lately? This is Izzy, and I'm not sure how you feel, but worry has certainly been my most dominant, uncomfortable emotion recently. Let's face it, the world has given us plenty to worry about. I am struggling to stay hopeful, especially when some things feel much bigger and complex than I feel I can control or influence. Nonetheless, I know marinating in worry all day and night is not helping the situation. I bet if there was such thing as a universal anxiety meter, it must be warning that we are tipping well beyond the danger zone. Now, this post could very easily focus on the physical, emotional, and psychological impact of worry. But I'll save that for another day. Instead, today, I'd like to offer you a tool to help you comfort your worries. I will begin by saying this. What we resist persists. In other words, what we deny, run from, push away, does not magically disappear. I liken it to a beach ball. The more that you try to push a beach ball underwater, the more it's going to want to come back up. Similarly, the more you resist your worries, the more they'll find and impact all the corners of your life. Unacknowledged worry can impact your quality of sleep, your capacity to engage with others in a healthy way, your ability to practice self-care, and if left unaddressed, worry can impact your focus, creativity, and spirit. So how do you manage worry? I found that no amount of cake, wine, and new shoes have helped, well, for more than a few minutes. Numbing the discomfort only compounds the worries. What I have found is that being intimate with my worries has helped the most. And here's how to practice. You must become aware by naming your worry, you give permission to acknowledge and befriend it. And following these steps, well, I'll walk you through the process. Number one, take a piece of paper and write down in one column five of your most dominant worries. So, for example, I'm worried about my 89-year-old old mother who lives alone in Portugal. After writing these worries down, reread each and notice what it feels like in your body. Next to each worry, identify and write down your greatest fear in that worry. Another example. There are many aspects of this complicated situation with my mother that worry me. But the greatest fear today is that if she gets sick and needs me in an emergency, will I be able to travel there and be with her? Will she die alone? And that's my greatest worry or fear. Read each one slowly, repeating it out loud to yourself or someone you trust. Notice the feelings and the emotions that arise from the worry and from defining the actual fears connected to it. The invitation is not to push the discomfort away, but to be with all of it. Honor the quality, frequency, and vibration in your body, heart, and mind. Next, let's take a 
big deep breath in and a slow breath out. Allow the fullness of each breath to embrace each worry as if they were acquaintances as opposed to an enemy. Imagine wrapping your arms around each worry to give it a hug, welcoming each one into your awareness and thanking them for whatever they are here to share with you on this particular day. Next, for each fear, ask yourself how true or real is that fear. Sometimes we make up stories in our minds that are not so true. Are you 100% sure that this fear could happen? Notice the answer. Next, move forward to create an action step. If today you could do something to ease the fear, what action would you take? Here are three options. Number one, can you do something about it? Number two, can you ask for help? Can you hire? Can you bring somebody in to give you assistance? Or number three, is a time to let it go, to surrender, to give it up. You see, at this time, I've done everything I possibly can to protect my mother so far away. I call her every day. The police department and the neighbor check in on her regularly. And she wears a, a lifeline bracelet well, sometimes. There's nothing more that I can do. Today, I choose to surrender. Give it up to God. And thy will be done. And last of all, notice if the grip of the worry or fear has released. You see, when we release the grip of worry and fear, we invite healthy endorphins to activate receptors in the brain, helping to minimize discomfort and encourage general well-being. This truly is a practice of self-care and compassion. And at this moment in time, the world needs each of us to channel the vibration of worry into action. And we can start by becoming messengers of hope and compassion, not only for ourselves, and most of all for each other, especially those whose safety and lives are at risk. May we all be safe. May we all find support. May we all learn to ride the waves of our lives. May we find peace no matter what. Love and light, my friends. Mm -hmm.